This is the 7 Figure Standard Podcast, hosted by Arash Vasugi and Mikey Stiller, with mindset and strategies to help you break through and create personal freedom. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 7 Figure Standard Podcast. I'm Mikey Stiller, CEO and co-founder of Boss Coaching Co., joined by my co-host, President and co-founder of Voss Coaching Co., Araj Basugi. Araj, how are you? I'm great, Mikey. How are you? I'm doing great. That was a mouthful. Araj, yeah. I'm so excited because this podcast is something that we've been talking about. I've been so excited and looking forward to launching. And I thought what we could start with is talking about this idea of standard. So the title of our podcast, Seven Figure Standard. Standard is something you talk a lot about. What is standard and what does seven figure standard mean to you? Well, standard means everything to me. I really have deconstructed my processes over the years of where I went from failing to succeeding. And standard was at the top of the list of what I created. Now, I always say that everybody has a standard, but most people don't activate it until they're pissed off enough. Somebody will do something or their result will be so dissatisfying that they're like, no, I'm better than this. You know, standard is our DNA to success. And if you look at it and you look at your results right now, it really will tell you what standard you're in. And the moment you say enough is enough, no screwing around, this is what I'm doing, you're operating with a standard. Now, what I teach all of our elite clients is we want to build our standard, and we bring all of our results, our income will raise to our standard. The types of opportunities are going to raise up to our standard. The relationships, the people you mastermind with, your environment is going to change to your standard. Our standard is really, we want to keep living it and live your standard and really develop it into a seven-figure standard and beyond. The seven-figure number is so interesting because at a time, you think it's such a big number. I know at a time, I thought it was such a big number. And as you build your standard, build your character, build your behaviors, that's just going to be the effect of raising every part of you. You know, you said something there. Everybody has a standard. You may just not have consciously developed it. And that's like kind of like a gut punch if you haven't consciously developed your standard, right? So if someone is sitting there thinking, wow, yeah, everyone does have a standard, but I haven't consciously created mine, or maybe mine isn't exactly what I want it to be. What are the first steps in creating that standard for themselves? Well, first of all, you got to get honest with yourself. Our philosophy is a major determining factor of where our life goes and where our standard goes. I could take you back when I was really struggling. I was in a lot of debt. I was getting married three weeks later. I lost my job. And at that moment, my life changed. Literally at that moment, my life changed is because I took a good look at myself and said, my way's not working. And in that moment that I did it, I can remember it so vividly and so clearly. At that moment, I changed my philosophy on life. I said to myself, your way's not working. And I knew my way wasn't working. And the minute I changed my philosophy, My results didn't change instantaneously, but it was almost instantaneous because as you change your philosophy, you change your thinking. Like think about somebody, I always talk about leaders and victims. Leaders have a high standard. Victims are blaming the outside, blaming everybody 
for their results. Well, as you identify your philosophy, that's your foundation. You're going to build your standard. Let's say somebody wants to create freedom in their life, that they do what they want, when they want, how often they want, with whomever they want. Well, that's a philosophy. So they're going to have to raise their standard to meet what freedom is. A lot of people think freedom is financial. Financial is one aspect of it, but freedom is you, the development of your standard, the development of your foundations, the development of your behaviors. See, I love philosophy and standard mixed together so much because my philosophy will determine whether I build my standard. Like if I have a weak philosophy, I'm going to have a weak standard. So your philosophy is going to determine if you're going to build your standard, if you're going to go for the disciplines and really work on the disciplines, if you're going to build a positive mental attitude, if you're going to build your identity, if you're going to make the type of decisions like the person you want to become, or if you're just going to settle. Too many people, I watch it right now, too many people are settling. They're not tapping in to what's possible and they're drinking their own Kool-Aid the people who are winning. But those people have a dangerous spot because if you drink your own Kool-Aid and you're continually not building that standard, not motivated, not hungry, it's going to go backwards. Karaj, you briefly mentioned your story, and that's about the time that I met you. We've been friends and worked together for over 14 years now, and you had been studying for even three years before that. And of course, hindsight is 2020, and that is such a gift because now you've created all this success and you can look back and you can say, okay, I did that through establishing a standard and creating this philosophy, but that's not something that you knew in the beginning. You had to collect all this information, specialize this knowledge, and outline it in a brand new way. We talk about that process and how giving people the philosophy and standard, which is what we're going to do on this podcast and what we do in our elite programs, shortens their time so that they don't have to spend 15 years going through the process. Yeah. I'd been studying this information for three years. I didn't create any results at that time. And I mean, to put it mildly, I was struggling pretty fiercely. You know, I was 150000 in debt, lost my job three weeks before my wedding. What I did have going for me is I had a good attitude. Like I believed in myself a little bit. I didn't believe in myself a ton, but I believed in myself just enough. I was never one of those people who never thought I could do something. So I had a little bit of belief. And I met a mentor who ended up becoming not just a mentor, like a partner with me. Like he taught me so much. And my mentor was Bob Proctor. And we had this conversation that really kicked my ass. When I first met him, he said, what do you really want? And I told him what I said earlier, I want to create a life of freedom. And he said, well, why don't you do it? I said, I don't know how. He said, well, I could show you how. He said, are you ready to stop screwing around? And I had never had anybody talk to me like this. I mean, he was so direct. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? He said, you tell me you've been studying this for three years. He said, you haven't studied it properly. No one taught you to study. You're reading, you're memorizing, but you're not studying it. He said, right now, you know about it. You don't know it. I'm going to get you to know it. And at that moment, he asked me a question that changed the rest of my life. This one question, he said, are you ready to do exactly what I tell you to do? And I told him very honestly, I said, I don't know. I said, I have terrible disciplines. He said, that's because you've never gotten the right direction. And he said, 
You have to make a definite decision. You're going to do exactly what I tell you to do. Well, at that moment, I chose into my life. Everything else I was creating unconsciously. Even though I was reading the books, I read in that three-year period a couple hundred books, and I'm not exaggerating. I went to seminars, but nothing ever happened. When he told me to do exactly what he told me to do, I committed to it. And if he told me to read something a hundred times, I literally read it a hundred times. Every time I was watching him, I was like a scientist studying him. I would watch how he talked. I would watch how he served. I would do what he told me, but I always had a set of questions. I'm telling you, I had a set of questions that always was picking his brain. And I developed my own philosophy. That's how I developed it. And years later, really right before he passed, in the last year we were working together, he said, you know what you did? You developed specialized knowledge with all of our work together because we worked side by side for 14 years. And all of our work together, he goes, I don't even know some of the things I taught you, but you put in specialized knowledge and you simplified it. See, I want you to get in love with this word simple. Success is about simplicity. It's about doing things 10,000 times. It's about going after you do it 10,000 times, do it another 10,000. See, most people are not willing to do that. They are so focused on what other people are doing. You know, that's why I love this quote from Confucius. He says, the man who chases two rabbits comes home with none. What are we focusing on? Focus is part of our standard. And if we start developing the invisible things that we don't see, we're going to create enormous freedom in our life, enormous success. And that's our attitude. That's our decision making. That's our disciplines. That's our standard and philosophy. And that's definitely our identity. So people are going to listen to this and they're going to get ideas. But it's not the ideas. It's the ideas they act on that are going to create the results. Like you've got to go step out and act. It's not about gathering information. There's millions of podcasts out there and they all have great information. But is it the information you're gathering? That's what I used to do when I was losing. Or is the information you're applying? The ideas work when we work the ideas. You know, one of the common things that we talk about is our DNA of our company, of Boss Coaching Co. It's do the work. It's three words, do the work. When you do the work, when you go to your comfort zone and stretch, that's where the magic happens. Absolutely. Raj, just to give everybody a little bit of a preview about this podcast, we're going to release a new episode every single week. What are your hopes for the podcast? What do you hope that people take away from the podcast or build from the podcast? The whole reason we're doing it is to inspire people to action. I want people to transform themselves. I want them to get to the core of their potential. Now, I don't think we ever use all of our potential. We've been given so much potential that we have no idea. Like, I can't even tell you. So there's no limit that I'm ever going to put on anybody because you're going to go as far as your mindset takes you, as far as your actions, as far as you think. So when we decided to do this, I want to give strategies, processes, ideas, things that you could really put in place and why they worked, how to implement them, how to install them in your behaviors so you create a world-class life. I love that. You know, we hear more than anything over and over again, people who want to create personal freedom. They want financial freedom. They want personal freedom. And so I hope that people listening to this get something every single week that gives them a building block towards personal freedom, towards financial freedom, towards whatever it is that they want to create in their life. 
Araj, why don't you give an action step this week for our first episode? Well, you know, first of all, we want to understand what you want first. So my first question is, we've got to get clear before we ever build a philosophy, until we ever build a standard, what is the one thing you want more than anything else? I mean, a real want, because your want has to go through the roof. You have to be relentlessly obsessed with what you want. You want to develop your own magnificent obsession. There is a great book called The Magnificent Obsession. It's really falling in love with that idea. And so my first action item is, what do you really want more than anything else? And get that on paper and understand if you accept that idea, it's yours. Now, most people will get their want and they'll reject it right away. And we want to understand our wants come deep inside of us. They're deep rooted inside of us. And most people will get the idea, come up to their thinking, and they reject it right away. You don't want to reject it. You want to accept it. And you want to understand if one person can achieve great success, so can you. And you want to get to know you better. How do you get to know you better? You start understanding by asking yourself questions. So you start getting consciously aware of what's going on in your subconscious. And understand success is a few disciplines, and they're tiny disciplines. They're not big disciplines, a few tiny disciplines practiced every day. And failures are a few errors in judgment practiced every day. So it's not very difficult. So what do you really want is the first thing we want to get everybody clear on. What is it that you really want more than anything else? That's so good. All right, let's dig into that a little bit because there's going to be a lot of people who sit down and they're going to say, okay, what do I really want? And they're going to have a blank sheet of paper and nothing's going to come to their mind. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. Or there's going to be a lot of people who sit down and they think, okay, what does my spouse want for me? What do my parents want for me? What does my circle of influence want for me? Instead of going to that place of what do I want? It'll be what is expected of me. So how do you get to the core of what you really want so we can get off on the right foot? Well, you have to get to know you and get comfortable with you. This isn't about what my wife wants for me. It's not about what you want for me, Mikey. It's about what I want. See, we got to understand we are infinite. Now, that's a big idea for people to accept. They'll be like, oh, okay, we're infinite. No, you really are. You're gifted with access to all the power in the world. Like your spiritual DNA is absolutely perfect. At the core of you is perfection. Now, I'm not saying that from arrogance. I'm not saying that from ego. We want to get the ego out of the way. We want to get to the authenticity of who we are. See, our wants start from the essence of who we are. That means it starts in our subjective mind. And I'm going to talk a lot about understanding the mind because you want to understand it. I remember my mentor, when I first met him, he said, Arash, there's only two things we have to master. We have to understand the mind and how it works. And we have to work in harmony with the laws of the universe. And so our wants come from our subconscious. And then it goes and knocks on your conscious mind. And it says, this is for you. Now, if you accept it, you're going to start developing it. And you develop it by getting emotionally involved in that want. See yourself with it. You feel it. You want to start mentally rehearsing yourself with the behaviors of that person. And a lot of people have heard, okay, you want to come from the goal, but they don't know what that means. I want you to think about an hour after you've achieved your want, what would it feel like? That's how you're going to get emotionally involved with that want. And when you do, 
and you get in the repetition of doing it over and over and over again, it's going to show up. You're going to start seeing different people show up in your life. You're going to start not having to remind yourself to think a certain way. You're going to think a certain way. You're going to study the books. You're going to be around mentors. You're going to understand how important mentors are. It's not whether you can afford them. It's can you afford not to have them? And all you're going to focus on is how I can get better. And then you're going to raise your standard and everything in your environment, the people around you are going to be like, what have you done? I love the way everything has changed, you know, and that comes from a want. That's why we have to ask ourselves the one critical question, what do you really want? But I want to take it deeper. What do you want more than anything else in the world? What is that one thing you want more than anything else? And you put all your attention there. I love that. Raj, this has been so good. I think that that is the perfect stopping point for our first episode. And we'll be back in a week with our second episode. Any final thoughts before we close up here? No, I'm excited for this. I mean, when we talk about strategies, philosophies, standards, processes, we're going to give you a to-do every time. And I'm going to tell you, everything I give you, I know that it works if you work the idea. You just got to practice it. Be willing to go and do the inside work. That's where you're going to see the magic on the outside. I love that. All right. Thank you all so much. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seven Figure Standard. We hope you found the insights and strategies helpful on your journey to success. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more people like you. To learn more about Arash and Mikey and how Voss Coaching Co. can help you achieve your goals and reach new levels of success, visit VossCoachingCo.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of 7 Figure Standard.